the Gin Lounge, you've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss current events in the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fan With Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We can't discuss all of the headlines, so stay with us until the end for excess baggage. I saw some absolutely amazing photos of your most recent trip, and I noticed like the wildlife that you saw. I love seeing wildlife on, you know, things like cruises and vacations. What were you doing and where were you? Well, I think what you're referring to is my time in La Paz, which is on the Baja Peninsula. First of all, I'm going to tell you right now, the Baja Peninsula is my jam. The climate, because of the lack of humidity, like that is the beach town vibe I want to go for. (laughs) Like the dry heat. Even though it was really hot, it just isn't the same as the wet blanket hot. Mm-hmm. We had been in Loreto and then La Paz, and Loreto was really pretty, um, quiet, very quiet, not a ton to do, spotless clean, very beautiful. Frankly, it wasn't Mexican enough for me, like most of the Mexicans that we saw were working. So it's like a place where people come and vacation. A lot of the people we talk to go go there for like weeks at a time. It's beautiful though. Um, But then we got to La Paz and I was like, this is more my style. It's a little livelier. And like at sunset, all of the Mexican families walk down to the Malecon and watch the sunset together and eat paletas with their popsicles. And, you know, just like a little more of that authentic feel. Mm-hmm. We unfortunately only had one full day there, but we made the most of it. We took a boat ride out to the famous beach that people know is called Balandra Beach. And it is unbelievable, but you have to get in a car and wait for like four hours. And then you get a four hour spot at the beach and then they kick you out and another shift comes in. It's very busy. But if you get a boat tour, they bring you in the back way. Mm. And we were on a beach by ourselves across from Balandra Beach. So it's quite a ways. I mean, we could just see little people like ants, but it's the same same or better, you know, white sand, crystal clear water. You could go way, 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 way out and still be waist deep. And it was like, they were calling it the secret beach. And it's not really a secret, but it was just us. Not anymore. It. And they, it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they set up a table with ceviche. That was the, the lunch and snacks and They let us bring some beers and umbrella and a couple of chairs. And it was definitely my kind of beach day. It is spectacular. And we are planning to go back during whale season because then Mm, I think it's out of control. So you can swim with the sea lions. I opted not to. Just felt a little little bold for me, a little more adventure than (laughs) I was ready for. And there was no one else doing it. So if there had been like a group of people, maybe I would have gotten in. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, it's amazing over there. All the wildlife you can see, the birds, the sea lions, the whales, the dolphins, turtles, incredible. That sounds awesome. I like we were talking about this before we started recording. I'm like, I'm definitely adding it to the list because I do love a kind of dry heat, but water situation as well. So, and then water with mountains in the background and cactus and rock formation. I mean, just, it's absolutely (laughs) for me. That's where I want to be when I go to the beach. (laughs) <laughs> that type of place. And it's so weird to me that Puerto Vallarta is just across that same bay and it is like lush, 150% humid. yeah. humidity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
Well, before we jump into our discussion this week, we want to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head on over to TravMarketMedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. So all the articles that we have on our list this week, they are great uh, great articles to use to create some social media content or even yep. write a blog post or um, email campaigns, whatever it is that you use. These are really great articles for you to pull content from. So first on our list is from Travel Market Report. Five reasons you need to, it says use a travel advisor now more than ever, but you know how I love to say hire a travel advisor now yeah. instead. So that's the only thing I would make uh, that I would change from the headline. We know why people should hire us, but here are some great reasons that they spell out that you can use to tell your audience. Yep. So number one, obviously it saves you time. And a lot of people, I think when they first use or, or reach out to a high or reach out to a travel advisor, they maybe have the notion that travel advisor is going to save them money. Like this is what yep. we're going to do. Like we're calling you because you're going to save us money. And that's one thing that I changed in my discovery calls with new inquiries is to let them know just to make it super clear and emphasize that by working with our agency, we don't prioritize the cheapest option. Our goal is to find the best option for you. And it may or may not be the lowest price, but we're not approaching this with the lowest price in mind. We want to make sure you have a quality experience with quality guides and you come home just saying you have the most amazing time. Yeah, I think for the type of trips you do, which are mostly custom, that's really important to get across. When you do mostly cruises like me, I kind of have to say, like, I'm going to be looking out for the best value. I don't talk about cheap deals, steals, none of that. But it's like, we're going to make sure you get the best experience for the best price because a cruise is what a cruise is what a cruise is. Like, Mm -hmm. whether they book it direct or with me, the cruise itself is going to be the same. So I really have to be able to say, I am making sure it is my job to make Mm -hmm. sure you're getting the best value. But again, The, the value part is what's important, yeah. like not the price, because, yeah. you know, let's just take one of our favorite cruise lines, Celebrity. You have the best value in terms of like the always in, or the all included package versus like the no perks kind of thing. So I think the value part is what kind of sets apart like the bottom of the barrel price. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the advisors that is interviewed in this article says for most people, time is their most precious resource. And we save travelers time by qualifying the customer to present a short list of options that fit their needs rather than they having to sort through and get overwhelmed by all the options. For example, making sure it's the right kind of hotel for the client type, um, make sure the destination is the right one, excursion, sightseeing, things of that nature. So Um, definitely time savings. And that's one thing too, I feel like I've done in a social media post is to just say, this is is what our clients value is their time. Well, when you consider the fire hose that you're trying to drink from, when you just go online and start looking, some people love that. Some people love to sort through all of that and they're not Mm -hmm. that picky, whatever, but most people 
like it, I like the way she said, you give them a short list. Right. So you just narrow it down for them and get them right to the things that are the best fit. Number two is you are given objective information. In a world where there seems to be a corporate sponsor for everything, travel advisors are the consumer's last line of objectivity. Is what Matt Servone, president of Just Cruises, says, meaning that when a client looks at a website or speaks to a reservation agent directly, let's say a cruise line, the consumer may not be aware that the cruise line may not be a good fit for them for whatever reason, the itinerary, value, style, etc. Obviously, it goes without saying the cruise line is not going to offer them or suggest a competing product, even if it's better, better for them, which is such a good point. Yeah, one of the phrases that I really enjoy using, I heard it at, I don't remember which, I think it was like Startup Tampa Bay or something. And I'm a trademark lawyer, and she's also a client, was doing a talk on the the work that she does. And one thing she said is, that's just me being honest with you. And I'm like, I love that said with a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Here is the info, and I'm letting you know based on my expertise and experience. Like, and that's just me being honest with you. You can yep. still make your own decision, but at the end of the day, my professional opinion. Yep. You're not gonna like this next one, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll go back to my you, example. You, you never know. <laughs> you have access. Number three, you have access to unadvertised discounts and special pricing. Because travel advisors have long-standing relationships with airlines, hotels, cruise lines, and tour companies. They can get discounts and special pricing for their clients that are not available to the general public, even online. Many times, people unfamiliar with using the travel agent think they will pay more when engaging a travel advisor to help them plan an adventure. In fact, travel advisors have access to unpublished rates, which help save clients money. Many times, we have exclusive benefits and perks to add, like resort credit that would otherwise be forfeited. And I encounter this when I package flights and hotels together when I do the customized trips, like you yep. know, the through like Delta Vacations, which is a sponsor of this article, or yep. um, AA Vacations, any of or even any of our other wholesalers that do have that kind of benefit to yeah. to packaging. Well, AA Vacations actually does give us better pricing than a consumer, so they do sell to consumers, but they don't get the same pricing that we get. Mm-hmm. So that's very straightforward. They're getting a better deal through us. Plus, depending on your volume with them, you might be able to put a booking on hold for longer. Right. You know, deposits and and Mm -hmm. final payments versus having to pay up front for everything. And then, like your example for celebrity, between our consortium and our host agency, we have so much group space that's held. And our pricing, I mean, I have saved people a thousand dollars sometimes because we have group space that was held so long ago you know there are ways and then we get wholesale rates like bets online expedia tap all these different things so while in the end when teresa's saying we're not trying to get you the cheapest package really they probably are getting the best price for what they're getting it's just could they go and find a lesser product you know, group tour versus a private tour, lower quality tour, whatever. They're not comparing apples to apples. So to them, maybe they think they could do it cheaper, but they wouldn't be getting the same experience. Exactly. I feel like I had this conversation early on this season 
with people because, you know, oftentimes if it's someone's first time working with you and you're offering them a custom FIT package, they're going, especially if they've booked and planned trips in the past on their own, they're going to be like, well, I saw this on Viator. I saw this on this. And I don't know why this is like such a different price. And I'm like, especially in Italy, tour companies are a dime a dozen. And don't you want to make sure that you're going with a vetted company to make sure you are having the best quality time? Because I have sacrificed my own time and money on trying out these five-star Viator tours only Mm -hmm. to be so disappointed because I know I have a point of comparison in terms of what makes a great guide and a great tour versus something that's run of the mill where someone's gone to Rome for, you know, the one and only time they did one tour and they think it was like the best thing they've ever done. So yeah. the tour guide sense, can make yes. such a difference. A good yes. tour guide really just elevates. And it's like, do you want whatever Joe Schmo that they hired up the street or this archeologist to take you through underground at the Coliseum? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a totally different. Uh, and, and having experienced terrible guides, um, doing the same tour as so when we went to Croatia, we had this really great guide in split. Do you remember that they had guides for us walking through split showing us the different um, places within the city, like in the walls, cathedrals, things like that, like so much information. And Gio and I were in split for a couple extra nights meeting up with some friends. And I told my friend, like, you know, we would have already seen the city. So you book whatever tour you want. And then we'll just join you. Like, I really don't have any preference. She booked one of those, those electric scooter ones. Like, Oh boy. I know I should have been more specific, but I already told her you can book whichever one you want. So I just, I just, bit my tongue and I signed and I was like, okay, sure. We'll, we'll book this. And so we show up to this place and, um, this day the owner was like, Hey, you know, we have this one guide for you. He's going to take you around the city. This man was visiting the owner of this tour company from somewhere in Eastern Europe. He was on holiday in split. He's like a painter by trade. And he was just visiting and the owner said hey why don't you take this group of people and show them around split on this tour on this little scooter thing and having already done the tour with the certified guide and seeing the vast difference in quality that's what i tell people because that scooter tour five star rating five star rating and i tell people i'm like this was my experience if you are okay with that risk with your vacation time by all means, you know, like, but we want to make sure our clients have a great time and they're getting their money's worth. Yep. Number four is their first, their first hand experience gives you, what? I was like, I just talked about this. Oh yeah. Their first hand experience gives you insider information. So everything Teresa just said, but also applies to properties, Mm -hmm. hotels, resorts, cruise ships, all that different stuff. Exactly. And last one, travel advisors are your advocate. Let's be honest, sometimes when we travel, things go awry and no one wants to be on their own in an unfamiliar country trying to sort out new hotel reservations, an alternate route to or from the destination, things of that nature. Um, And all of that became more complicated during the pandemic, which further increases the value of having your own travel advisor. 
Um, a quote in here says there are still ongoing schedule changes and customers are still contracting COVID during their travels and they need a single point of contact who can be reached directly. Also much has changed since before the pandemic and many clients did not travel during the pandemic. So they are out of practice and are looking for reassurance and tips to feel more comfortable. I like how it also emphasizes our, your advocate. So if you mm -hmm. book directly through the cruise line and you have a problem and you call them, their first interest is themselves. Mm -hmm. It isn't you. They are not there to fight for you to make sure you are like they do right by you. They're there to make sure they protect themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's a completely different conversation. Yeah. And I feel like just between the two of us, we have had to advocate for clients in so mm -hmm. many instances and we're not being unreasonable. We are not being rude or mean or anything of that nature. We just want our, them to make things right for our clients. Right. And the fact that we know what words to use, how to approach things, mm -hmm. and we have that relationship with these companies, that definitely sets us apart from a consumer trying to do things on their own. Yeah. We also know when to tell the client, okay, I want you to send an email directly to the mm -hmm. airline or the cruise line or whatever. Here's what I want you to cover. These are the points. I want you to ask for the resolution that you want. Don't leave it open. And, you know, we can at least guide them, even right. if it comes down to, because there are just certain situations where dealing direct gets mm -hmm. a more favorable response. Mm -hmm. But we know, we know right. which approach to take. Exactly. All right. Our next article is trends. We love trends. This one's from Emma Weissman from Travel Age West, and it's five travel trends to expect this summer. It says, with 70% of U.S. travelers intending to travel over the next year and willing to spend an average of $4,339 per trip, according to MMGY's latest portrait of the American Traveler, now is the time to check in with clients and finalize their summer travel plans. We've rounded up five of the latest travel trends to expect for the coming season. So trend number one, international cities are high in demand. Flight surges are up 25% this summer, according to new data from Expedia. It also showed that interest in international cities in Europe and Asia is up by triple digits. The top Asian cities, according to Expedia, include Hong Kong, Osaka, that's Japan, Dunning, and Hanoi, Vietnam. And although U.S. Google users preferred Orlando, Florida, Cancun, and Las Vegas for vacations in 2022, London has stolen the show for 23 as the most searched destination on Google Flights, and it's listed as the number two international destination by Expedia. Other European countries have also secured a spot in the Google ranks, including Paris at number three, Rome at number five, Athens at number 14, Barcelona at number 16, and Dublin at number 18. Um, the interest in Europe aligns with new research from Visitors Coverage, Inc., which shows that 61% of travelers have planned a European vacation for the summer. Don't I know it? Uh, with mm -hmm. top destinations, including the UK, France, and Italy. Oh my God, Italy triggered. Um, in addition to Sweden, yeah. <laughs> Belgium, Austria, and Switzerland. It also matches the latest report from Allianz Partners, which shows a 55% spike in booked trips to Europe over 2022, which saw a 600% increase in flights booked over 2021. So all in all, it's a Europe spike. 
Yeah, raise your hand if you've had to tell people Cinque Terre is sold out this summer (laughs) multiple times. Okay, trend number two is warm weather destinations and domestic hotspots will continue to lure travelers. Other sunny tourist spots, Cancun, Orlando, Miami, Los Angeles, Honolulu, and Fort Lauderdale are also in the top 20 most searched destinations from Google, which shows an overlap with Expedia's data which has Cancun as the top international destination and New York, Los Angeles, Seattle, Orlando, and Las Vegas as the top five domestic vacations. And next trend, number three, solo travel is on the rise. Google searches for solo travel for women and solo cruises have more than doubled over the past year for U.S. users, while solo travel destination queries have increased by more than 120%. The destinations most searched for solo travel are Japan, New Orleans, Iceland, Mexico City, and Italy. Italy again. Trend number four, couples are booking beach vacations, but are also seeking out U.S. cities. Google searches suggest that couples are opting for island and beach getaways. Jamaica, Bora Bora, and Turks and Caicos take the top three spots with the Maldives and Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, rounding out the top five. (laughs) However, when it comes to looking for activities for couples... (laughs) Google users are eyeing five cities, U.S. cities, Las Vegas, San Antonio, San Diego, Miami, and Indianapolis. Indianapolis? It's got to be a sports-related thing, right? No hate on Indy, but something sports-related, right? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If any of you know why Indianapolis is trending, please shoot us a DM because I am curious. So last trend, slowing job (laughs) growth in the U.S. may affect service for peak travel season. The Bureau of Labor Statistics latest employment report reveals the leisure and hospitality sector added only 72,000 jobs in March, below the average monthly gain of 95,000 jobs overall. The U.S. Travel Association, in turn, has warned that the slowed labor labor growth could potentially impact the summer travel season. Dear God, please no. Please no. Or, like, we can't have any of this. Um, The drop-off in leisure and hospitality hiring reported today is a concern as our industry prepares for the busy summer season. And the need to fill 1.5 million open jobs in the sector, read a statement from U.S. Travel. An adequately resourced travel workforce is essential to meeting demand and growing revenue in the travel industry. What's the solution here? I don't know. I'm not in charge. But also, what's the solution here? (laughs) No idea. (laughs) Last on the list is an article from afar, and boy, oh boy, is this a relevant topic for our aging bodies. Um, Mm. Nine ways to get over post-flight aches fast. These are tried and true tips from achy travelers. Nothing puts a damper on a trip like arriving at your destination with body aches after flying. Unfortunately, uncomfortable airplane seats often cause exactly that to happen, especially on long haul flights. When I tell you the 
trip to Thailand and back almost broke me. Like my body was broken, I think for two or three days. I was like, I cannot move. Um, Here are some tips to kind of help alleviate that. Number one, hydrate before, during, and after your flight. And this is why I always get an aisle seat so I can go to the lavatories. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hydration is always essential for well-being, but especially so on long-haul flights. To avoid dehydration, think about your water intake before you even leave the house and have a plan to hydrate during your flight. 70% of our bodies are made up of water and airplanes are highly dehydrating, which is going to have a tremendous effect on your body, causing headaches, overall discomfort, and jet lag. He recommends buying a bottle of water after going through TSA security and depending on your palate, adding a supplement like athletic greens to negate dehydration as well as get extra antioxidants while in transit. You know, one of my travel treats to myself is a bottle of Evian post TSA. Mm -hmm. That's my travel treat to myself. (laughs) Also adding like a little bit of salt, like sea salt to your water, just a crack. It doesn't change the taste. Um, the salt helps you retain water. And I know we don't like to be bloated, but you also don't want to be dehydrated. So anytime you're going to be sweating a lot or just dehydrated for some reason, getting a little extra salt will help you retain some of the water. Um, number two is dress right during the flight and after to help with circulation. It's important to be comfortable on a flight so you can easily move around to keep your blood flowing and what you wear makes a difference. Compression socks can help de- prevent deep vein thrombosis or blood clots caused by remaining stationary for long periods of time. This says they can be cozy and fashionable too. I, I don't, I'm going to believe it when I see it, <laughs> but even uh, clothing can affect our bodies when we're seated for a long time. So when you get to your hotel room, change out of the clothing that's been constricting your skin and circulation all day and ideally get into something loose fitting. I will never forget traveling with my mother to Europe and her luggage was delayed and she did not listen to me when I told her to pack her carry on as Mm. though. So she had nothing and she was wearing leggings with that, you know, the seam on the inside. Oh no. And they just was like embedded. (laughs) Their skin is awful. Mm -hmm. Next tip is to do some yoga stretches. Now that you've slipped into something more comfortable, you might want to add some yoga poses to stretch tight muscles and relieve the tension that can cause body aches and leg pains. Doing a flow post-flight, you're not only moving your body, but reinvigorating circulation throughout the limbs and stimulating blood flow. Um, she rec- Yeah, let's not do of- it on the plane. Not okay? on the plane, Let's yes. not be one of those weirdos in the aisle. Yes, yes. I don't care that you're in front of the exit doors next to the lavatories. It's so very uncomfortable. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> or you like, the, you know, the jower dog, but then you like pump your heels a little bit to get. Yeah, yeah please don't. <laughs> and I speak from experience. Like, do not do that. It makes everybody uncomfortable. Um <laughs> So this yoga studio uh, founder, she recommends a forward fold and downward facing dog as two poses that are in opposition to the seating position in flight. Forward fold reverses the blood flow from the feet to the top of the body and down dog elongates the spine and stretches the hamstrings and shoulders. Uh, if you want to up the ante and there's a studio nearby, a heated yoga session can further accelerate your body's recovery after flying. The heat allows for greater blood flow and circulation. Sounds fair. Yeah, but I'm not going to do it. I did hot yoga before and I just, 
it was like one of the grossest things I've ever experienced. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four is sample a compression therapy session. Once you arrive at your destination, a number of devices can help manage soreness and swelling. You may want to pack a mini massage gun, which takes up surprisingly little space and can help tap aches out of your legs, back, and shoulders. Or if you stay at a wellness forward brand like Six Senses, you can try out a compression therapy session, which increases circulation and decreases muscle tension. They offer compression therapy in every Six Senses in the form of Normatec compression boots. Interesting. Um, next one is to make friends with a foam roller. If your hotel has a gym, there are probably a few foam rollers lying around. Use them to massage away any muscle knots in your lower body and back. Foam rollers help elongate the muscle tissue, which can make aches subside. Or you can look for a travel foam roller that packs easily in your baggage. All right. Number six, book a massage. I think that's pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. Tell me more. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. Um, Try number seven, try the hot and cold method. A combination of heat and cold therapy can provide relief for body aches and leg cramps caused by stiff or sore muscles. Dampen a hand towel and place it into the mini fridge, mini bar fridge to cool, but not freeze. Then massage sore body parts with a chill towel for up to 20 minutes. Follow with a warm shower. Hmm. Uh, then the number eight is take an Epsom salts soak. If you have a tub in your room, follow your cooling session with a warm bath instead of a shower. Add some healing bath salts to the mix for an extra boost. And lastly, get some sleep. Mm-hmm. Your relaxing bath should be followed by a solid night's sleep. And I disagree with the next one, or at least a nap. Like if it's jet laggy, like I don't think a nap is the best idea, but I would say like make sure you get a full night's sleep. Lying down yeah. will re-energize your system and stimulate blood flow to your muscles and relieve those body aches and pains from the flight. You know, all these tips would be a great reel or TikTok if you mm-hmm. plan ahead from the beginning. Yep. Yeah. Like when you go on your trip, just film yourself doing all of these. Yeah. Like hydrate, like drinking water and then dressing right, like yeah. putting on compression socks and then yoga. Yeah. And then do it to like. I agree. You don't have to do them all. But yeah. I mean you don't want to go hunt down a foam roller or find compression therapy. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I would ever record myself using a foam roller. It is (laughs) awkward. Not graceful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are we ready ready for, I'm a can't even talk yet right now. So this is going to be a fun one. Are we ready for excess baggage? Oh yeah. All right. It's time for excess baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory. So you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to Travel Age West, 50% of people are more likely to use a travel advisor now. Travel Weekly reports that hoteliers are slowly testing digital tipping as travelers increasingly go cashless. Another one from them says that newly filed bipartisan legislation in the House and Senate would aim to reduce financial barriers for aspiring pilots. One such bill would increase the federal student loan limit for flight training programs to as much as $137,500 from the current limit of $80,000. Travel Pulse reports that Celebrity Cruises is celebrating National Travel and Tourism Week and Travel Advisor Appreciation Month this May by honoring the crucial work of travel advisors with exclusive incentives and up to $70,000 in cash prizes. They also report that Dubai is expected to be one of the most visited international destinations. Hotel occupancy rates rose to 83% during the first quarter of the year, just 1% less than it had been during the same time in 2019. A headline from Travel Agent Central reads, 
Holland America Line announces pole-to-pole grand voyage for 2025. The itinerary aboard Volendam enables cruisers to visit five continents on a journey that travels south to north. I just like pole-to-pole. <laughs> a stats article from them reports that travel insurance helps drive lo- uh, client loyalty for travel advisors. And a survey from Allianz, 53% of respondents who purchased apologies, a policy through the travel advisor said their experience with Allianz travel insurance would make them more likely to book their next trip with the same travel advisor. According to Travel Market Report, American airline pilots have officially voted to authorize a potential strike. Over 99% of members of the Allied Pilots Association voted to authorize a strike as the union continues to negotiate a new contract with American. Our high note today is also from Travel Market Report. The U.S. will end its COVID-19 vaccination requirement for inbound travelers next week. The White House on Monday announced that the policy would officially end on May 11th on the same day that the COVID-19 public health emergency ends. And that's it for Excess Baggage. Just a reminder that all the articles we referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news. We're just sharing it. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe leave a review and or share the show. Also head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. Have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello, please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at the tinlounge.com. We can't promise we'll see you all next week, but if we can, we will. <laughs> yeah, that's our next topic of conversation. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Like we do it, like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.